Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. Only the previous evening, Aunt Mary Lane and Bill Mead had arrived in Chicago to search for Mario Descari. Unless they found him, it would be impossible to clear Bill's name in Wakefield. Bill had lost his job at the bank because most people believe he had caused trouble between Carla Descari and her husband. Actually, Ben Calvert had started the slander in revenge against his former son-in-law. Ben's scheme had worked better than he had hoped. As a result, Bill's marriage to Aunt Mary's niece had been postponed. Although they had been in the city such a short time, a great deal had happened already, events which gave Bill hope. Well, now it is early evening. The young man's mood is optimistic as he arrives at Del Shipley's nightclub, the Golden Peacock. The colorful room is empty, waiting for the music and gaiety which will bring it to life in a few hours. Del, already dressed for the evening in a handsome sequined gown, stands in the middle of the dance floor, contemplating a small white piano. Bill comes up to her. Hi, Del. Oh, hello there, Bill. Something wrong with the piano? You're looking so critical. <laughs> I was thinking the poor old thing could use a refinished job. You know, this is the same one Lily always used when she was working for me. Yeah, I know. She has one just like it at the supper club in Wakefield. I know. She hated to leave this one behind, so I ordered her a duplicate. <laughs> Boy, she really does things with it, too. The kids go crazy when she wheels it out on the floor. Oh, I'll bet they do. <laughs> Lily's a swell little entertainer. Yeah. Oh, say, what are we standing here for? Come on, Bill. Sit down somewhere, and I'll have Joe bring you a drink, or how about a nice turkey sandwich? Oh, thanks, Del. But I think I'll go on upstairs. I'm so anxious to hear what Aunt Mary's been up to since I saw her this afternoon. I'm sorry, Bill, but Mary isn't here. She isn't? Well, that's funny. wonder where she went. I don't know. She left you a message, though. Wants you to wait. Gosh, I wonder if it has anything to do with what Captain Russo told her. You mean when she went to his office this morning? No. Well, didn't you see him? He was here this afternoon. He was here? Yeah. Didn't you see him? No. (laughs) That Mary Lane. She sure surprised me that she was able to talk him into helping you guys out. (laughs) Yeah, I was too. Well, I suppose we ought to have known Mary'd wangle it somehow. (laughs) She's great at getting people to help out when she is a bee in a bonnet. But I figured Russo would be too busy to bother with looking for Mario Descari. After all, he's chief of the homicide division. He's got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, he must be a swell guy. He sure is. But listen, Bill. You say he came over here today? Yeah. What happened? Don't tell me they've got a line on Mario already. That'd be pretty fast work. Well, they haven't actually located him yet. But um, it seems that Russo assigned this assistant of his to the case. uh, Sergeant Jackson, I think his name is. And uh, this afternoon, Jackson was hanging around a newsstand where they sell the Wakefield Sentinel. Figuring if Mario was in town, he'd be looking for news from home? Yeah, that's right. Well, Mario never turned up. But uh, while Jackson was waiting, some girl came up and bought the paper. Girl? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Jackson asked her how come she happened to be interested in Wakefield, and she gave him a story that sounded kind of phony. Well, he couldn't hold her naturally, but he got her address. I see. Well, of course, that's not much to go on, Bill. The girl's story might be okay, even if it did sound fishy. Yeah, it might. But Captain Russo thinks she knows where Mario is, that she was buying the paper for him. 
That's why I'm so anxious about Aunt Mary. Something new must have happened or she'd be here by now. Well, Mary will turn up in due time. No use your sitting around and stewing, Bill. Uh, tell me, what have you been up to this afternoon? <laughs> well, to tell the truth, I was feeling so hopeful I went out and bought Peggy a present. Boy, what a workout. I don't see how women stand this shopping routine. <laughs> oh, the girls thrive on shoving their way through the crowd looking for bargains. What did you finally buy, Peggy, or did you give up? Oh, no, I bought her some perfume. Oh, that's always a good idea. What kind did you get? Well, I don't remember exactly, but I think it's called Whispering Moonlight or Furious Frenzy or some silly name like that. But it, it smells good. <laughs> oh, she'll love it, especially if it's in a fancy bottle. Yeah, it is, too. As a matter of fact, I think that's what costs so much, a fancy bottle. <laughs> hey, um, hmm? you don't think anything could have happened to Aunt Mary, do you, Dell? I mean, it's almost 7.30. Oh, she'll be along, Bill. Don't worry. And when she does, she'll probably be bursting with news. Yeah, maybe. Well, I wish she'd get here. I can't imagine where she could be. Funny she didn't tell you where she was going. Bill would indeed have been surprised had he known where Aunt Mary was at that same moment. If he could have seen her sitting in Anna Bartok's room. For Aunt Mary had gone to the girl's rooming house in Gary. After talking to the handsome young woman for some time, Mary Lane was convinced... Anna did know Mario Descari's whereabouts. But Anna, who had been drinking, was sullenly determined to give her no information. That rudely said, I told you before, I don't know anything about this guy. Are you sure, Anna? Listen, I'm sleepy. We should go away and give me some peace. This place has been like Grand Central Station all day and I'm tired. My gosh, why does everybody have to come around here to pester me? I tell you, I'm not going to help you. I don't know anything. And even if I did, Never let on. They might just as well beat it. Because you'll never get anything out of me. Anna, I can't force you to be honest with me. I but... say you can't. So why don't you give up? No, I can't do that either. Not until you tell me the truth. You see, I'm sure you do know where Mario is. Makes you happy? Go ahead and think so. Won't do you any good. I even think I know why you're afraid to tell me. What makes you think I'm afraid? As I told you, Anna, Mario Descari loves his wife deeply. He belongs with her. The man belongs where he's happy. With a woman who can make him happy. Exactly. I haven't seen Mario since he disappeared from Wakefield, and yet I'm positive that Mario isn't happy. He couldn't be. You're wasting your time, Mrs. Lane. He couldn't be because Mario's a sensitive person, fine person. Deep in his heart, he must know how he's wronged his wife. I'm sure he'd make it right if we could find him and make him understand how mistaken he was. That's your story that it was a mistake. Maybe he knows better. No, Anna. Mario's jealousy was based on false stories which someone deliberately circulated. Circulated on purpose to cause trouble. That's the craziest idea I ever heard. Why would anyone do that? What would be the percentage? I don't know why yet, but I intend to find out. The main thing right now is to make Mario understand the truth. Sure. Sure, him out of baloney, so at home. His wife's given the same routine all over again. If you knew the sort of girl Mario's wife is, you wouldn't talk that way. No man could ask for a sweeter, more understanding, loyal wife. I'm you. getting sick and tired of this. Mario's wife, Mario's... What, what is this, babe? An angel with wings? How come he didn't overlook a little shenanigans and stick with it? I'll tell you why. She didn't know how to hold him. Besides, men don't like women who go around being so darn perfect all the time. They like them with a little fire. 
Pearl is not colorless. She's lovely. Her sweetness isn't empty. It's part of her nature. That's another way of saying Pearl don't have any brains. People don't know what else to say about her. They say she's sweet. If I ever meet this collar, I'll tell her she didn't deserve to have a man if she didn't know how to keep him. I'll tell her she's a weak sister calling in half the countryside to go after a man and bring him home to her. Seems very strange to me, Anna. You deny knowing Mario, and yet your reactions when I mentioned his wife sound very much like those of fear. Fear because you do believe what I tell you. And so your conscience hurts you for refusing to tell me where Mario is. I'm going to have another drink. I wish you wouldn't. It'll only make you feel worse. That's my funeral, isn't it? Okay. Okay. Start firing again. Anna, I'm not doing this to torment you. I'm only trying to save Mario's wife from unhappiness. Unhappiness she doesn't deserve. It. I'm positive you do know where that boy is. All right, all right. So admit it. I do know where he is. Are you satisfied? I was sure you did. But if you think I'm going to tell you, you're crazy. Crazy? May I only want to see you. Anyone else from Wakefield? Through the place. Everyone in it. Mario's mine now. Neither you and cops will ever find out where he is. Not for me, you won't. You might, might as well forget the whole thing. Might just as well. Aunt Mary just sat there watching the young woman. And a moment later, Anna Bartok was asleep, exhausted by the attempt she'd made to forget a predicament to drown her fear that she would, after all, lose the man she loved. And yet the girl's face, as she lay back on the cushion, revealed that she was suffering. Watching her, Mary Lane's heart was filled with compassion. This girl, she was thinking, needed help too. Needed it in her own way as much as Carla Viscari did in hers. <laughs> 